So the 2190 rule, which after some fierce debate and clumsy research, um, I determined I was correct about. I knew, well, I knew that it took about 21 days to form a habit um, and more to, to break it. I couldn't remember exactly what the ratio was, but apparently it's the 2190 rule. Um, 21 days to form, 90 to break. Um, and I think that, again, as dads, parents, fathers, um, leaders, what have you, it is uh, very important to have good habits yourself um, because, you know, I think that in in roles of leadership as fathers, the um, habits that you have, you know, they it, it all rolls downhill, right? Like whatever whatever habits you have, good and bad, a lot of those are going to get passed down inadvertently to the kiddos. So you know, it, when at all possible, you want them to be the best habits they can be. Uh, if you couldn't tell, this is uh, head above hypocrisy. Another Dad's Corner episode. Uh, I'm Will, and I uh, hope you have formed the habit of, of listening to these episodes. Um, if not, uh, I got 21 more for you. <laughs> So yeah, habits and the importance of having good ones. Um, I guess it's, you know, good habits um, set a good example, and it is important to set the be- best example you can for your kids um, and or, you know, if you're just in a general leadership role, it's good to set a good, you know, have good habits and set a good example for those that you are in charge of or that look up to you. Because for as much as you tell them what to do, the more that you show them by your actions, uh, I feel like the more likely it is to to resonate and or internalize, uh, especially with kids. Right. Um, it's dad's corner. So, I'll, I'll, you know, speaking to dads directly uh, and the younger the kids, the uh, the more this holds true, or at least it's been in my experience. The, you know, it's the, the old adage, actions speak louder than words. Uh, and as kids develop, you know, they, they obviously verbalize more and more and can, can express themselves verbally better and better. But when it comes to, you know, learning, um, things and listening to, to your instructions, they 100% are much better at you know, mimicking your actions than they are at following your verbal instructions, right? Like get your, try to get your kid to go, I don't know, pick up something from the other side of the room, anything you know, simple as like the television remote. It's, it's almost impossible. Go get it. Well, why? Where is it that be sitting, you know, right in front of them? I don't see it. Well, did you look with your eyes? You know, it's a whole thing. It takes 10 minutes. It's much easier to just get up and go, you know, get it them yourself. But if you spy on them playing in the room by themselves, they'll pick up their fake plate, you know, cell phone and have a whole conversation with, you know, the the tax auditor that you just had two weeks ago. It's like, well, you're five. How do you 
even know what an audit is? Where did you learn these words? Like, so <laughs> I say all that to say that the the actions often will will translate much quicker than the words will, right? Um, and so you can use that to your advantage when trying to to form good habits or set good examples. Um, for me, it's uh, it's my my fitness or my not even fitness. It's my basketball prep because I'm not even a fitness advocate um, for the sake of fitness or because like I want to look cool or something. I'm just old and I want to still play basketball. So I have to do significantly more before I go play to be able to be, you know, a fraction of what I used to be in my twenties. So I, I do a lot uh, at home and I, my motivation for that, like outside of, you know, just, pure gym shame is it was always for the kids to see, you know, some form of a workout regimen at a very young age, just to plant that seed of like, you know, you should always be doing something to try to take care of your body, right? You get one body. So you treat it as such, try to try to keep it as, as fine tuned as you can. Um, I'm clearly not a professional athlete or anything like that. So you don't have to go overboard, I, you know, how to run six miles with, you know, a cow on your back every morning or anything, you know, wild like that. But, you, you know, I had a couple of laps around the block, a few sets of push-ups here or there, you know, a couple extra glasses of water. These things go a long way for your personal longevity. And I, you know, I found that it it worked with my kids, both of them, you know, the, the youngest drinks I don't like 18 water bottles a day. It's one of the only children I know that prefers water over juice. And it's because I've been on like a gallon of water a day mission since we had kids. Um, and then both of them are, are actively, you can catch them randomly doing like baby squats and kid pushups. They're always trying to like play it. Like, not even play Like they've managed to get the elliptical to work some kind of way. And I don't even understand it because like the distance from the handles to the pedals is longer than their entire body. So they have some sort of weird adjusted way they pedal. And then they'll look I'll be like, can you stop playing on that? We're not playing daddy. We're exercising. What am I supposed to say to that? Like you can't as a parent, am I really about to say, stop exercising? You'll hurt yourself. So then I just got to say, be careful and pretend to walk away and stand and stare around the corner, terrified that my deductible is going to go up any minute because someone's going to fall and break something or someone. But, you know, so far, so good. Knock on wood. They haven't injured themselves and they have already, you know, formed the the inadvertent habit of of like compulsory working out just for no reason. And hopefully that sticks with them, you know, throughout their lives. And I, again, not, not on a, an unreasonable level, right? I'm not trying to, to, to raise little baby gladiators or anything like that. It's just, you know, plant seeds of, of good habits. And you do that by, you know, setting a good example physically with your actions. Um, Cause I could, I can tell, like I tell them all the time, you know, you eat, eat your vegetables and exercise. It's good for your body and you know, brush your teeth. We have a tooth brushing debate every night. They, they know that you need to brush your teeth. They know that they eat candy during the day. And in order to 
keep your teeth clean, you got to brush them. They watch cartoons about little cavity monsters that are, you know, climbing around in their mouth. I saw one that was like Western themed. There are varmint cavities and there was a sheriff toothbrush that was sitting up in mountains that didn't want to, you know, do his job because the little girl said brushing her teeth was annoying. It was a whole thing, right? They know all this stuff. And still every night it is a 15 to 20 minute debate about teeth brushing and usually ends in my wife screaming at the whole house and everyone being terrified and me brushing the kids teeth, you know, like some sort of small, terrified, you know, prison noob. But uh, at any rate, you know, the teeth brushing or tooth brushing, I don't quite know the proper way to conjugate that. Well, uh, at any rate, that you the teeth brushing activity at the end of the night is something that is overly discussed and thoroughly understood, but it's not uh, something that they watch us do actively. Um, so, you know, not to say that's the only way that, you know, something is learned, but it's just an example of something that's understood verbally, but not uh, reinforced with any sort of physical action or seen by an adult or someone else, you know, doing it. So it's it's harder to get them to to accept that. Granted, it's not as fun as exercising, but you know, not everybody looks at exercising as fun, right? For some, a lot of people, it's just sweat, pain, and misery. So you know, it that that that's the perspective thing. Um, but you know, again, it's 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 the importance of of actions. I wouldn't say over words, but combined with words, right? Because you can't remove. The verbal instruction either. That's important. That's probably more than half of the way you're going to be communicating with your, with your child or, or whoever you're attempting to communicate with. So I'm not going to say that they're more important, but I feel like coupled with, you know, action there, it's much more powerful and you're likely to get better results. Um, and more, you know, more, more ingrained results. I feel like people just, their buy-in is, is deeper when they see the person doing the thing that they're being told to do. All right. Like how, how many times in life has, have you been told to do something by someone and you thought like, yeah, right. Well, you can't do that. And then you see them do it and you're like, Oh, okay. Right. Like that's why nobody trusts a fat physical trainer, right? Not to body shame or anything like that, but I don't have time to apologize to all the groups that may be offended, but let's just, we'll, I'm making an example. So for the most part, physical trainers or personal trainers, I'm sorry, are in good, you know, decent to good shape, better than average shape. And the reason why is what person in their right mind would trust someone that is in worse shape than them to get them in shape. They could be the most brilliant personal trainer, you know, written all the books, done all the math and just have like a terrible thyroid condition or something. Who knows? But, you know, upon first glance, you got to pick between them and the guy that looks like, you know, they can bench press six people. You're pressing bench press man, right? Because he's he obviously knows how to to get strong. Uh, this other person, you got to trust that, you know, they know what they're talking about. You got to do some research. So it's that's it. It it were it, 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 it permeates through throughout life. It's not just a, a kid thing. It's not just a parental thing. It's consistent throughout life. Um, so, you know, if if you start it young, it's 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 much easier to follow through with.
And, you know, this goes for things that you don't do, right? It's, 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 that's just, that's just as important, right? Like bad habits. Um, they, they translate as well. So, you know, you can, it can, it can work in reverse, right? Like, so the, the exercising, making sure that they see me, you know, out in the living room doing push-ups, lunges, whatever. Um, that's, you know, that's putting something in front of them that I want them to see that I'm hoping that they pick up. That's a, a positive behavior. Uh, negative behaviors that you may have that you might not, you know, think too much of, but you'll probably have to curtail um one that that kids are real quick to to uh to point out is swearing right like there's always one parent if not both but usually there's if there's one that is a uh, a little more casual with the swearing than the other um and the more casual you are the shorter the fuse you know when you're upset between pc speak and the uh the non pc speak if you will um, so all it takes is a, a few outbursts too. It doesn't take much two, three times. You got a little upset and you let an F bomb slip here, F bomb slip there. Next thing you know, you know, junior and juniorette are playing in the, in the playroom and all you hear is give me my effing toy back. What? what, what the, who taught you to talk that way? What, where did you learn that from? Remember when we were driving to the ice cream truck after we woke up at six and then we had pancakes and then we had, and you told the ice cream man that he should learn to effing drive better. So I wanted Junior to give me my effing Legos back. And now you gotta have that whole talk. So, you know, it works both ways, right? Like the, these, these kids, the, the, the idea that children are sponges and pick up everything is that no truer words have, have ever been spoken. Um, you know, these, these are the, these, these are things I know from experience, right? Like I, both of my children have, have, um, <laughs> use some some unique language in the house that we had to uh we had to to try to to source trace and we uh well we know which one of us is is the most casual with the the speech in the house and it was pretty funny because i was i was always telling my wife that i'm telling you you keep getting mad and talking like this the next thing you know they're gonna say it right back to you and fortunately, it was, you know, to one another, because Lord only knows, I'd probably still be at the hospital right now um, if it had been said to <laughs> back to mom. But um, I say all that to say it works both ways. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you don't say, because the kids are listening. Everyone's, you know, paranoid about big brother. You need to be worried about little brother and little sister because that is who is listening all the time. And, you know, you can you can either you let it work against you and have them, you know, swearing left and right, sounding like such and such as mixtape. Or you can let it work for you and, you know, have them doing a push up challenge randomly in the living room one Saturday morning. So, you know, it's all about, you know, how you how, how you you work it for you. But just know that they're going to be listening either way. Um, so just, you know, be aware of what you're saying and what you're doing because they're watching 
and they're listening. Uh, but most importantly, they are watching. Um, so, you know, just set the best example you can to do, do some push-ups, drink some water, uh, maybe, maybe use, uh, use fizzle instead of, instead of the words you want to say. I, uh, I like to switch out swear words for, uh, for those TNT, you know, replacements. <laughs> what in the hot coffee? Like, there's just something that has nothing to do with anything. It's the worst dubs ever. And then you won't even be mad anymore. Like, it's, it's, it serves a dual purpose, right? You're no longer upset because you've made yourself laugh because you, you edit yourself as a, like a, uh, you know, an 80s kung fu film. Um, but, but on that note, I think I'll let you guys ex- get out of the corner. Um, as always, thanks for joining me. Uh, this has been another episode of Dad's Corner at Head Above Hypocrisy. Uh, if you enjoyed it, make sure you head on over to headabovehypocrisy.com. Check out the website. We've got new merch, uh, that I finally have on. I've been wearing the old merch for so long that, uh, I had to just burn it. Because it could no longer be washed. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's laying somewhere in the house. But we've got, uh, new summer merch, uh, hashtag adult adolescent, hashtag makes sense. Um, we've got some water bottles. We've got, I think we still have the coffee mug, all kinds of cool stuff. You know what? Why don't you go to headabovehypocrisy.com and you let me know what we've got <laughs> up on the site these days. Um, yeah, get yourself something nice, uh, do some push-ups. You can put your water in your Head Above Hypocrisy water bottle since you are now, you know, hydrating for your family, trying to set that good example. You know, we here, we here at Ha are here to help. Uh, and <laughs> it's, it's the least I can do. Uh, so until next time, uh, keep those shoulders in when you're doing them push-ups. Right? You know what, what, they're wide-based. <laughs> I'm out.